Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago. And in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. Montana, what's going on? Welcome in. Hopefully you're not frozen to the sidewalk. It is chilly, mostly because it's windy. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. Colter Nuanas coming to you from the Northwest Motorsport Studio. When it's snowing, there's snow drifts like this. A truck is a good thing, maybe an SUV. Find amazing winter savings at Northwest Motorsport. You can visit nwmsrocks.com. For the largest selection of lifted trucks, diesel trucks, SUVs, and more, take back control of the road with Northwest Motorsport. You can get pre-approved, line up a test drive, even get an appraisal on your trade-in all online at nwmsrocks.com. Time to get to today. We're going to go hoops off the top at the college level. Got Danny Sprinkle, Montana State head men's basketball coach, 
as well as Sophia Styles from the University of Montana women's basketball team here on Nuanas Now. We also have Big Sky Documentary Film Festival interviews for you, both at 4.30 and 5.30 today. Olivier Mathon and Michael Reese from the film Up on the Mountain, which is uh, one of the central centerpieces of this Big Sky Doc Fest, will be here in about half an hour. And then uh, in the second hour, we also have Bahawan Suchak, as well as, well as Ira McKinley. I'm going to have to confirm the pronunciations of these names. That's one of the coolest parts about this festival is you get to meet people, meet people from all over the world. I've already interviewed people from uh, Minnesota and Canada and North Dakota and India and uh, Los Angeles and uh, very, very cool. So I'm not even actually sure where a lot of these folks are from, and we will find out, though, when they get here. So very much excited about our continuing coverage of the Big Sky Documentary Film Festival. We're also going to talk some hoops in the second hour, but NBA. We did a little NBA extravaganza last week with our good buddy Austin Tutel, but our guy Andrew Houghton, our producer here at ESPN Missoula, he was not here. He had to take his kitty to the vet. So we uh, did that without him, so we'll wrap some NBA. A lot of the same talking points, but from a different perspective. And maybe some new ones as well. And we also have our Treasure State Stars like we do each and every Tuesday here on Nuanas Now. It's your show outlook presented by Brent Wahlberg and the Wahlberg team, official realtors of Grizz Athletics and experts when it comes to the real estate market in western Montana. You want to stream the show, watch it, or listen to it, you can always go to YouTube or you can always visit our station website, 1029ESPN.com. Click on the Listen Live tab and you'll find it the stream. Want to be a part of the show? 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. All guests join us via the Rangish Brothers RV phone line. You're going to want to remember that as well because about 445, we're going to have a little text to win. Tagliari Tuesday edition. Tagliari, great deli here in Missoula. We'll be giving you a $25 gift card to tag. So look forward to that about 445-888-1029. That's 888-1029. That's the number you are going to want to remember. Let's dive into some Big Sky Conference basketball. Last night, Monday night, is becoming a busy night, but it not is going to not be a busy night moving forward because all the makeup games are in. There's only two weeks left of the regular season, which is pretty crazy. Four or five or six games left for various teams in the league, depending on who they are. I shouldn't say all the make all the Monday makeup games are in. There's a couple Tuesday and Wednesdays coming up here too, which is just completely going to throw me off. <laughs> Yesterday, the Lady Grizz were playing. I knew they had a makeup game on Monday in Moscow against Idaho. I didn't know that it was going to start at three o'clock though, so I was a little taken aback when it was at halftime in the midst of this show. Montana, if you weren't here yesterday, fell in that game. So Lady Grizz roller coaster continues. We'll talk to Sophia Styles a little bit about that here in about 15, 20 minutes. Other women's results from last night also included Southern Utah destroying Northern Arizona. That's actually sort of surprising. Southern Utah has been very good this year. Northern Arizona is solid, though. A 90-67 win, eye-opener for Southern Utah. That's a good win by the Thunderbirds. And then Montana State took apart Portland State. That's not that surprising. Montana State uh, now tied for first place in the Big Sky Conference at 13-4 alongside Idaho State and Portland State. They are still winless in league play 0-15. On the men's side, Northern Colorado beat Idaho 77-70, so the Vandals' winning streak snapped. And Southern Utah 
They also destroyed in the men's game Northern Arizona 79-48. So that's a little bit of a surprising result as well. But this last two weeks in the Big Sky on the men's side, we've seen teams go up and down, up and down, up and down. The only team that hasn't really gone down, they've just been up, it's been Montana State. They suffered their first loss of the calendar year on Thursday against Eastern Washington. Bounced back with a tough win in Cedar City over Southern Utah on Saturday. Montana State Minute is presented in part by JNV Restaurant Supply, your restaurant specialists, and in part by Jake Dubeck, your Montana realtor. You got any questions about real estate in the Helena area? Give Jake a call today. Jake Dubeck and JNV Restaurant Supply presenting the Montana State Minute. Happy now for the Montana State Minute with Montana State head men's basketball coach Danny Sprinkle. And for the first time in a long time, we are talking about the Bobcats bouncing back from a loss with a win. And that is definitely a key part of college hoops, no matter what school you're coaching at or playing for. And so, Coach, I mean, shoot, it's been almost 50 years since ever anybody actually ran the table in college basketball. So losing is kind of a part of it, but also rebounding from losses is a part of it. You guys had your winning streak snapped Thursday against Eastern Washington in overtime. Come back with a great, tough win over Southern Utah on the road on Saturday. So what did you think? I mean, that's the first time you guys have had to bounce back from a loss. What was the key? Yeah, you know, I think it was good. You know, I think our guys, you know, and it's not coach speak. Like, we weren't – we never even talked about the streak. Right. You know, and I'm sure they're aware of it. They're on social media and all that. But, like, you know, we, we talk about getting better. And, you know, just as much as we bounce back from a loss at Eastern – you know, we bounced back a couple other times when we were winning games from playing poorly. You know, like right. that's that's what I'm worried about. If we're not playing up to our standard, we, we need to get better. You know, and we challenge our guys in film and all that. But, you know, for the way that they did respond, you know, flying from Spokane and driving three and a half hours from Salt Lake to Cedar City and getting in at 630 that night and playing at two, like they, you know, they, they showed a lot of resiliency. Southern Utah uh, is such an interesting team because of the makeup of their roster, nine seniors, uh, some great players down there that have been around the league for a couple years now. Uh, but also there was a little bit of an element of a rematch for the first time in a little while since that Big Sky Tournament game when uh, you guys took them to overtime and beat them in Boise last year. So did you feel any of that within the atmosphere there? What did you just think of playing Southern Utah again, a team that you guys are pretty familiar with, but for the first time in the regular season for a little while? Yeah, you know what? Honestly, no. Like, uh, I think just because there's there's been so many games that we played since last year, right? You know, it didn't even, you know, like it didn't even really register. You know, we we our guys obviously had a respect for them. We we know how talented they are. Um, you know, we knew we were going to have to play well uh, in order to beat them down there, and and uh, you know, it just, it came down to. You know, a typical big sky game on the road, you know, it comes down to the last four minutes and, you know, you just, you just hope that, you know, you make one more play than they did. So Utah on their way out of the big sky conference. What's your perspective on that? I, Cause I know they weren't in the league when you were a player or your first stint at Montana state as an assistant. So what do you think of just Southern Utah not being in the big sky after this year? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, it is what it is. I think it's good, you know, in a way, because you'll get it back to travel travel partners. Yep. You know, there's not going to be anybody being the lone wolf. Um, you know, it's a really hard place to travel to. I mean, it sucks to be honest with you. Like it, there's no easy way to get there. And so, you know, they and they they do a great job. You know, because first off, they're a really good team and really well coached. 
But second of all, you know, when you play that early Saturday game, there's no easy way to get to Cedar City. So you're not getting in until that night. And then you're basically playing 16 hours later. Right. And so, you know, I mean, it, it, uh, you know, it's a tough place. They're going to be really good in the whack. You know, I mean, Coach Simon, he gets really, really good players and coaches them up. And so, it, uh, you know, I, I'm not going to be sad to see him go just because it's a really good team leaving the conference. No doubt about it. Danny Sprinkle joining us is the Montana State Minute presented by J&V Restaurant Supply as well as Jake Dubeck, your Montana realtor. Coach Sprinkle joins us each week here on Nuana is Now. And uh, the basketball season now is uh, winding down, but, Coach, you got a lot of of big games still on the horizon, including a big one in Missoula on Sunday. So um, very interesting dynamic that there was this year off from the rivalry. And then the last time the rivalry was played here back in January, it was sort of interesting circumstances too, with the game being moved because of the national championship football game. So uh, this one seems like there's a little bit more, I don't know, gusto and hype behind it. It seems like there's a lot more anticipation for this upcoming Cacarys basketball game. So what do you think of, of just the dynamic of coming to Missoula on Sunday? Yeah, I mean, it'll be fun. I mean, you, you, I mean, it's going to be an unbelievable atmosphere. It's, it's great for, you know, it's great for college athletes to play in that. That's why they come to play at the division one level and to play at Montana or Montana state, you know, to play in this game. And, uh, I mean, you already know it's going to be, it's going to be a terrific game. It's going to be physical. Uh, I mean, they're, they're tremendous at home and, uh, we're, we're going to have to play our best game of the year to come out of there with a win. Montana uh, has had a co- some struggles as of late, but that seems to be the story for every team in the league besides your team. I mean, everybody's beaten everybody, especially these last two weeks. Uh, so two-part question, I mean, what do you see when you watch the Grizz, and what what is that a product of, the fact that there has been so much sort of tumultuous nature to this league, especially recently? They're really, really good. And, uh, I mean, the league is really, really good. Yeah. And I think, you know, people – Sometimes they think it is coach speak when you're like, you know, hey, even the teams that are, you know, even at the bottom of the standings are just, you know, they haven't won a couple of the close games, but they could very easily be in the top four, you know, if they would have won those. Now, we've been fortunate enough to where we've won a lot of close games. And so we need to, uh, you know, we, we have to continue that because every game, you know, here on out, you know, is going to be close from all four games next week to the tournament. You know, you got to you gotta have guys that make plays and make special plays down in the last three minutes of the game. And I imagine that's what it's going to take in Missoula. But I think they're, I think they're really, really good. They're one of the better defensive teams in the conference. Uh, they're always tough and physical, and they make you make shots over them. And and you know, a Travis Takir coach, they're not going to beat themselves. Like you have to go beat them. I'm working on a story on on Coach Takir uh, as part of as part of our lead up coverage of the Big Sky Tournament as well. So just from a coaching perspective, I mean, how would you sort of describe his style? What, what, what sort of defines Travis DeKear's teams as a guy you've battled a couple times now? I mean, the first word that comes to mind is tough, and then the second word is disciplined. Um, they, they always seem to be in the right place at the right time, and that's why he's had the success he's had. Um, he really does a great job getting guys to buy into their role. You know, I think he gets guys that may not be – you know, he gets guys that play tough that may not be that tough, you know, but that's just, they take on his personality and, you know, he, he's, he's just a tremendous coach. You look at his whole pedigree, you know, from when he started at Old Dominion to Cal, like he's been all over the place to the highest level, the lowest level. And, and he's, he's won everywhere he's been. I always ask people this during uh, this time of year, because it is fun just rehashing some of the memories because everybody seems to have them. But for you yourself, as somebody that played at Montana state and played against the Grizz a lot, 
What are some of your rivalry memories? What are some of your, your fondest memories when it comes to the Kakaris rivalry? Uh, the, the first time, you know, when, when I was a freshman, you know, and we uh, we played them here because it was the first game we played them here, and we ended up winning that game. Uh, they ended up beating us up there that year. But that, you know, that first Cat Grizz game, just because growing up in the state, you're watching, you know, back then you're watching it on TV, and you know, it's it's still the biggest game in the state, which is awesome. And uh, you know that that, and then probably you know my, uh, the last game, you know, and it was actually uh, the last game Blaine Taylor ever coached there. You know, we beat them and knocked them out in the tournament down at uh, down in Flagstaff crazy coach taylor's last game there that's amazing to think about i think that uh, we're actually efforting coach taylor to maybe come tell some stories on this show later this week so that's a tease for later my chance state head men's basketball coach danny sprinkle joining us here on nuanas now espn radio as well as swx montana television and uh on the grizz note the current grizz team they sort of built the foundation of this thing around three sophomores and brandon whitney robbie beasley and josh bannon and all three of those guys have uh looked like top-tier players at times during this season uh, in the Big Sky Conference. So um, how important do you think those three guys are to just what Montana does and uh, how you kind of describe the way they contribute to Montana and their success? I mean, very important. I mean, Whitney, not only is he good offensively, you know, he's one of the better defenders in the league. Uh, He takes a lot of pride in it, and you can just tell watching film on him. You know, Beasley's a really talented scorer. Uh, you know, and he's improved defensively, you know, from last year to this year. Obviously, we didn't play them, but I watched a lot of film on them. You know, and he's done that. And Bannon, you know, he's just – Bannon's a mismatch problem because he's got great size and his skill level. Uh, you usually don't see guys that are 6'10", 6'11", with that skill level in our league. And, uh, you know, they've developed all three of them. You know, they, they've done a really good job. But, you know, I don't think you can, you know, underestimate their older guys either. You know, uh, Carter Hollinger, you know, who's in his third year. You know, I mean, he's – He's tough. He he does a lot of the gritty stuff for him. You know, Mac Anderson does the same defense and rebounding. You know, and and you know those those guys really help win basketball games. On your side of this, how do you what, what do you like about the way that your team is acclimated to this rivalry? Because it is, we I think about this all the time, especially when comparing to football. Because the Cacarys rivalry is something that people talk about all the time. It's such a way of life in the state of Montana. But when you're talking about football, you're talking about. I mean, there's usually 100 guys that play in that football game that are from Montana, so they've known about this since they were five. Whereas, you know, yeah. guys like Jabril Bello and Amin Adamu, growing up in the United Kingdom, they probably didn't know what Bob Kecker's basketball was until like three or four years ago when they first got to, to Bozeman. So um, how have you thought of just the, the way that your team has sort of learned and, and comprehended this rivalry as it is and, and just how big it is in the state of Montana? Yeah, I mean, our guys, they love it. You know, I mean, you know, some guys kind of shy away from kind of those moments like that. Our guys, they like they don't. You know, Abdul Muhammad, you know Jabril, Ahmed, Xavier, like they they live for these type of games. You know, like that Southern Utah in the semis last year when it was when it was when it was. You know, you gotta you gotta bring your heart and your guts and your lunch pail. It's like they they thrive in those type of games, and uh, and they've done it all year. You know, from at Colorado, at New Mexico, in front of crowds. Like that's that's when we played our best basketball. They sprinkle. I don't think you. I don't have to mention it to our guy. Like they hear enough from boosters, from going to class and all that. Like I, I don't have to amp them up for this game, and I'm, I know Travis doesn't have to do that for his team either. Yeah, no doubt about it. Well, Montana hosts Montana State, 3 p.m. Sunday, Dahlberg Arena. And how about that dynamic? That's the last question I'll ask you about this rivalry game. But uh, I don't think. Oh, actually, I know. I've never been to a Cacarez game on Sunday because I was still in Texas. This last time it was on a Sunday. But what do you yeah. think of just sort of the, the abnormality of the fact that it's on a Sunday afternoon? 
Well, you may have to go back to Texas. <laughs> right. Yeah, we, can have the same we need you to get your butt back down there. But I think I think it's great. I think it's uh, I think it's awesome that ESPN picked it up. Um, I think it'll be I think it'll be great for our conference to be seen on a national level. Uh, you know, and they're going to see a, a great atmosphere. You know, I mean, there's going to be people in Florida and DC and New York like watching that game and being like, "Holy cow!" Like, look look at Big Sky Conference basketball. Look at the atmosphere that they're playing in front of all the recruits, and not just the people us in Montana are recruiting. You know, Sac State, NAU, Weber, like they can sell this game to their, you know, the people they're recruiting. Like this is the type of atmospheres that you're going to play in front of. Very cool, and it'll be very fun. We're very much looking forward to it. We'll get you out of here on this thing, Coach. Yeah. What are the keys then for Montana State if you're going to come out with a rivalry sweep, the first one in a long time at Montana State? What, what, what will be the key if that is to occur? Yeah, I mean, we have to match their physicality. You know, we have to match their toughness on the boards. And, you know, like anything, like kind of what they built their program on, that's what I've tried to build this program is on defense and toughness. You know, we have to defend and rebound for us to have a chance, you know. Worry about the offensive stuff later, but, you know, you have to defend and rebound. And and then, you know, again, you know, it's going to come down to, who you know, what players are going to make those big shots. And, uh, you know, I'm confident that our guys will be ready to step up on Sunday. He's Danny Sprinkle. Head men's basketball coach from Montana State. His team plays in Missoula against the University of Montana Sunday afternoon at 3 p.m. You can find the game on ESPNU, or you can listen in on the Bobcat Radio Network as well. Coach, appreciate the time as always, and the best of luck this weekend. Look forward to seeing you on Sunday. You got it. Thanks, man. Go Cats. Thank you for Danny Sprinkle, the Montana State Minute, presented in part by J&V Restaurant Supply. J&V Restaurant Supply, your home for everything kitchen, whether you're a bear or a bobcat, eagle or a scotty, you can score big with J&V. They have three locations in the state of Montana, Bozeman, Billings, and Great Falls. They also have an awesome website, jvrestaurant.com. Proud to present the Montana State Minute with Danny Sprinkle each week. Transitioning to the Women's League, Lady Grizz. have been up sometimes, down sometimes. They've been playing on Mondays pretty much all the time. Their fourth Monday game of the month Last night, or I guess yesterday afternoon at Idaho, and the Lady Grizz, they fell 70-69. to 69, Sort of a, a strange result. But we've been doing our Grizz Star of the Week, usually on Wednesdays, but uh, a little rearrangement in schedule and a little rearrangement in subject. We've been featuring men's basketball players for the University of Montana. And today, our first Grizz Star of the Week from the Lady Grizz basketball team, Sophia Stiles. She is a senior from Malta, Montana, a multiple-year starter for the Lady Grizz. She scored a season-high 27 points Thursday against Idaho and also helped Montana to a win over Portland State on Saturday. And she played well last night, too. She had 14 points, 6 of 10 from the floor in the loss to the Vandals. University of Montana campus, that's our Grizz Star of the Week. First Lady Grizz edition of the Grizz Star of the Week this week. Brought to you by Bob Ward's Sports and Outdoors down here with Grizz senior point guard, Sophia Stiles. Sophia, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. First of all, I just called you a senior, but nobody really has a real class this day and age, right? So you don't even really know. So I would ask you about what it's like playing as a senior, but there's still all sorts of stuff up in the air, right? There is, there is. I mean, I've been approaching this season like it's going to be my last, but... 
I mean, it might not be. <laughs> you never know. The mystery continues. Well, Sophia just got done doing an interview with a bunch of the TV guys, so she's already gotten asked a bunch of this stuff. But uh, as I was walking in here, I think my thing said eight degrees in my car. You're from Malta, so you're used to the cold weather. What's the coldest day you could ever remember in Malta, Montana? The coldest day I remember sitting in my house, and it was negative 29 before wind chill. Oh and with wind chill, I think it was negative 46. And I just remember, like, no one was outside at all that day. Unbelievable. A different breed of people come from the Highland, right? Because you got to be super tough. I was laughing yesterday driving to work, though. I was thinking, all these people that have moved here from out of state, that's fine, whatever. Welcome to Montana, because it's been weak the last couple winters. Yesterday, today, this is what it's all about. These people need to get used to this. Oh, for sure. I remember my my freshman year, Abby's like, what are you doing just walking around in, like, a little jacket? It's so cold. I'm like, I'm from the Highline. I'm, this is, like, warm. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt about it. Sophia Stiles joining us here on Nuwana's Now ESPN Radio. Uh, how much did that sort of influence you, though, growing up? Because it, it does seem like cold weather caters to great basketball players right like there's so many montanans that just grow up there's nothing else to do besides go to the gym because it's so freaking cold outside do you feel like it did have an influence on you and your evolution as a basketball player i actually do for sure i mean growing up in malta there yeah it's freezing cold so you're not doing anything outside and even when it is warm you don't always have that much to do so i just remember we would go to the gym and i would just call all my friends and say hey let's go play did you have any uh, specific heroes growing up in Malta? Because I know there's been a ton of great women's basketball players that have come from there. Skyla Sisko was one of my coaches when I was a freshman in high school. Hardest coach I've ever had in my life. Uh, so I'm sure you probably knew about her when you were little. But I mean, is there anybody that you specifically looked up to? Um, yeah, I actually did. She, Corey Kendall. She actually mm, nice. never went and played anywhere, but um, I just remember moving to Malta in fifth grade and watching her and just really liking her game. Where were you living at before Malta? Um, Whitewater, so just 30 miles north. Seiko Whitewater, yeah, yeah, the co-op. Okay, I once upon a time knew a gal from Whitewater, so good people from up in that part of the country. Well, let's talk about the here and now. Lady Grizz have been uh, on the road for, what, a year? I mean, I feel like you guys have uh, been all over the place all the time. I'm having a hard time even tracking when the games are. I totally spaced you guys were even playing yesterday until it was halftime. Riley Corker and the voice of the Grizz text me. He says, hey, throw on the Lady Grizz game. I was like, oh my god, I completely forgot that this was happening. So, uh, before we get into sort of the direct results, what's it been like? Because you probably haven't slept in your own bed as often as maybe you probably would have liked. I do. I miss it. Coach Holsinger just said, how'd you sleep last night? I said, great, in my own bed. <laughs> um, but no, on the road, it's been, it's been a struggle, but it's been fun. Long bus rides hanging out with my team so when uh, when you're on the road what's the most challenging part i mean is it the hotels is it the food what what is the, aside from the actual games what's what's difficult about being on the road so much yeah i mean the food's great our coaches really hook us up with the food but i think it's just the travel in itself getting there then getting settled in your hotel your legs are just tired your whole body's just kind of tired and then you have to just get up and get ready for the game always on teams there's somebody that's picky that derails the eating choices right is there anybody on this team that's like nope we can't go there because i can't eat that (laughs) i would probably say i'm the pickiest (laughs) when we put in our orders i'm like subtract this subtract that and add this and that so it's probably me what's the go-to place do you guys have like a spot you guys really want to go to um not necessarily i would say anytime there's a chick-fil-a we Mm. like to do that Mm. but um Joss, she tries to find really nice local kind of 
good food for us somewhere, wherever we are. Well, Jocelyn Tingle definitely knows uh, a lot of the ins and outs with her story career as a basketball player. Actually, fun tonight. I'm going to present Jocelyn Tinkle with her Gatorade Player of the Year down at Missoula Big Sky tonight. So that'd be very fun. Retrospective award for her. You won yourself a couple Gatorade Players of the Year once upon a time, too. Uh, this new coaching staff, though, with Brian Holsinger and, and Jocelyn Tinkle, Nate Harris, and, and Jordan Sullivan, both Jordan and Jocelyn were such sort of prominent basketball players in Montana during their playing days. What's it like sort of being around them and, and also just learning from them? Because they do have such extensive knowledge, not just as coaches, but also as former players. Yeah, I mean, this coaching staff is is seriously amazing, and they're so much fun to be around every day. And Joss and Jordan are just, like, strong, beautiful women that um, can teach us all so much on the court. But I just honestly respect them so much off the court and the people who they are. If Joss laced them back up, could she still hoop? Could she still do it? Joss could join the squad right now be MVP of the whole league. <laughs> I think that's exactly right. When I was writing this script for her, I was like, this is unbelievable. Four times, first team all state. Four times, led the state in scoring. McDonald's All-American. I mean, the th- the script is like two pages long because she just had so much uh, so much that she accomplished. So very cool for her. Sophia Styles joining us here on our Grizz Star of the Week, ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. It's been sort of a roller coaster this month for you guys just in terms of the result, right? You hit a buzzer beater against Weaver. You think you hit a buzzer beater against NAU. Nope, they hit a buzzer beater instead. You almost had another buzzer beater last time. I mean, I've never even seen three buzzer beaters in the span of three weeks. So, I mean, how do you handle it? Because it is sort of been volatile and up and down for you guys. Yeah, it's been crazy. I mean, I guess you would almost think that we're in March Madness, the right. way our games have been going. But I think that that just speaks to the conference this year. I think everyone is pretty evenly matched in any given night and um, it's just a lot of fun that's what basketball is and it makes for fun for the crowd as well Lagers back home this weekend southern utah in town thursday and then the showdown everybody's been waiting for montana state at montana cat grizz grizz cat whatever you want to call it saturday night in missoula but first let's start with the t-birds uh, you guys had a great win there that, that, during this stretch of sort of ups and downs you guys have been going through. That was probably the best victory you guys had at Southern Utah on a Monday, one of these crazy Monday games that we have now in the Big Sky Conference. What do you think of this rematch? What does uh, Southern Utah do well? It's been several years since anybody in Missoula has seen Southern Utah because they didn't come here last year. So what's sort of the scout on the Thunderbirds? What can people look forward to watching uh, between these two teams on Thursday? Yeah, I mean, they have a great team. Uh, that was a that was a really big win for us to get at their place. They have a couple really good guards, some good shooters, and um, a really tall, good post. So I think we're pretty evenly matched. I think... Ballerina. Mm -hmm. She's really good. Um, So she's one of my favorite players in the league to play against and to watch. So I think it should be a fun game. Coming down the stretch here, it's crazy to think that there's only four games left. But what are some of the big keys for you guys? Because as you know, I mean, get to Boise, it's anybody's ball game. So what sort of things do you hope you and the squad improve on between now and then? Yeah, for sure. I think just focusing on defense. I think our last couple games, have we've given up a few more points than we usually do and would like to. So I think just locking down on D and then uh, just trying to be more consistent offensively and trying to fill Sammy's role. Obviously, we've been missing her and her scoring. So... Um, just being more aggressive and, um, yeah, just executing on the offensive end. And last thing for you, then, uh, the the split with the men is an interesting one because now you guys get the spotlight. It's Saturday night or the lights, Dahlberg Arena with Montana State in town. 
also happens to be your last regular season home game. So uh, what are your emotions going into this one, and then what do you think of playing in uh, potentially what could be your last Cat Grizz basketball game? I know. It's crazy. I I don't know how I feel about the split. I would have liked to watch the men's game, but um, I'm really excited about it. I mean, I don't know if you would have a better senior night against the Cat and gets the cats for your last game in Dahlberg. Well, I guess potentially. Um, I'm excited about it. I've never beat them, so it, there's a lot riding on it. But I think, I think it's going to be lots of fun. Sophia Styles, our Grizz Star of the Week. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you. There you go. Our first lady Grizz participant in our Grizz Star of the Week. It's presented by Bob Ward's Sports and Outdoors. Any and all of your outdoor sporting good needs, particularly when it's cold like this, they have. All sorts of great deals on coats, hats, gloves, everything in between to keep you warm during the winter. Bob Ward's Sports and Outdoors. Proudly owned and operated for more than a century here in western Montana. Outside of Big Sky Basketball, in two more Big Sky Documentary Film Festivals, Olivier Mathon and Michael Reese from Up on the Mountain, a movie all about commercial mushroom pickers. You'll learn more. I'm learning a lot every day doing these interviews. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. If you're ever injured in an accident and you're worried about if a lawyer is going to cost you too much money, the advocates, they will provide help for you. No out-of-pocket costs until your case is settled. You pass the stress of your accident off to the advocates. That helps you focus on getting better. To find out how the advocates can help you, you can call them free of charge, 406 640 4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. The roller coaster ride continues for the Montana Lady Grizz. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. What could and likely is the final makeup game of the season for Montana, UM played Idaho for the second time in four games on Monday in Moscow. Thursday, UM beat UI 76-73 in a game that included 21 lead changes and 14 ties. Monday, the Lady Grizz built its lead to as many as 14 points late in the third quarter, only to let it slip away. Idaho rallied all the way back, led by Beyonce B's 24-point outburst to post a 70-69 win over Montana, fight 20 points from Carmen G. Feller, 16 points from Abby Anderson, 14 points from Sophia Stiles. The month of February has been tumultuous for Montana. Stiles hit a buzzer beater to beat Weber State a few weeks ago, starting a wild stretch that also included a loss to defending Big Sky champion Idaho State at home, beating upstart Southern Utah in Cedar City in a Monday makeup game, losing on another buzzer beater at Northern Arizona, losing to rebuilding Eastern Washington in another Monday makeup game, beating Idaho and Portland State over the weekend, and falling on the third straight Monday to the Van UM now sits at 9-7 in league play, while Idaho is 7-8. The Montana State women started their four-game road trip to end the regular season in Portland Monday. Bobcats moved to 13-4 and into a tie for first place. Idaho State with an 82-57 win over Portland State. The Vikings are 0-15 in Big Sky play. This 102.9 ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Aspen Sound. Keep your head up. Listen to your heart Be kind always No matter We all grow up And someday We'll say goodbye So shine your light While you got one Make the most of What you got What's up Montana? Welcome back. 
Who on is now? ESPN Radio. If you're watching, SWX Montana Television, thanks for being with us no matter what you're doing on a Tuesday. Hopefully you're staying warm. A little pertinent song, a little Dave Matthews band for you. You're going to listen to a lot of Dave coming up because I'm reinvigorated in my obsession. So, I don't know. I know there's some people out there that don't like Dave. Deal with it. We're the ones that pick the music around here. So, ah. But you can always text us. Give us feedback. What do you want to hear on Nuanas now? 888-1029. You always can. Our interview series highlighting filmmakers and film subjects. Oh, the Big Sky Documentary Film Festival continues. The Doc Fest in its 19th year here in Missoula. Very cool to have it back in full force. The streaming options and everything were, have been awesome the last couple years. But there's just nothing like going down to the theater, sitting down, watching a movie, having yourself a little drink, maybe some popcorn, a soda, beer, whatever. And I went to a film last night, my second film that I've been able to attend so far uh, during this documentary film festival. And what an unbelievable film it was. The Seeds of Vadana Shiva, who is known around the world. I'm actually shocked she's not more well-known in America. That's a referendum on us, not on on her, because um, she's truly doing world-changing work in terms of uh, sustainability and, and seeds, d- d- the power that a seed can have. So if you have a chance to watch that, it's screened last night, but it'll be available for you on the streaming apps uh, from the Big Sky Documentary Film Festival website. So go check that out. I, I truly think that everybody should watch it. Not Not everybody... In Missoula, everybody on earth should watch it because I think it really is that important. With me now in studio, Olivier Mathon. How'd I do? Did I get it right? Yeah, <laughs> good, good, good. And Michael Reese. These guys are the directors and producers of a film that debuts tomorrow night, 8 p.m., also at the Wilma, Up on the Mountain. So uh, first, let's start with you, Michael. Just the entry point to this, and I always ask everybody this, what got you into making documentaries and what about this one? What what is just the general premise of, of what up on the mountain? What's the what's the central theme? What's the the protagonist, as it were, that you always need in a documentary? Yeah, what got me into the film? Uh, I have a background in seasonal work. I'm a commercial uh, fisherman in Alaska, and oh, I cool. Also, uh, have worked on farms for many many years. Can you hear me? Hello. Yeah. There you go. That's good. Yeah, beauty. Uh, yeah, I have a. Um, background in seasonal work, basically, and sure. uh, had been a recro- recreational picker for many years. Really just enjoyed going out um, with friends and learning from people who had lived on the land for a very long time and uh, and kind of taking that wisdom and learning what you can do with these 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 species um, of fungi. Some are medicinal, some are edible, some are uh, just beautiful to look at, but you would never want to ingest. Um, so that's kind of uh, where my background is. Uh, and what got me into the film, uh, I like the medium. I just like how we can tell stories through visuals. And sometimes you can tell a story without words, and that I really appreciate. Totally. And and Olivier, what is your connection to this? I mean, what what makes you passionate about telling this specific story? So for for those uh, that haven't watched the trailer, haven't really read about this, commercial mushroom pickers, that's a very big thing, right? But oftentimes... There's not a lot of freedom. There's not. It seems like there's a lot of misregulation or just a lot of confusion around this. So, just, what was sort of your connection to this? And just tell people more about that element. Uh, yeah, my connection is that um, I've been a commercial picker for the last oh, cool. the last ten years. Um, I started. I was uh, studying creative nonfiction writing, 
about 10 years ago and I wrote a story about uh, I went down to Northern California and met some pickers because I, I knew about them but I have never met any pickers okay. um, and so I wrote a short story about that and then then I became a picker myself because I needed work um, and then I was thinking to write a book about that but then me and Mike uh, you know we were both interested in documentary film and so it became it just we decided to make it uh, a film instead um, and the main reason I wanted to make the film is because um, every year um, I experience the frustration that we have to do our work as speakers because I've read like um, when I was doing my, my writing class I uh, I did like all the I read a lot of research scientific research that has been written since the the 80s and 90s and I know that all the scientific research have shown that it's there's no negative impact of commercial harvesting and yet um, every year like we are we are like being denied access to to the public lands and especially like uh my core the majority of the pickers are people of color and it's right. even, it's even worse for them than 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 my own experience you know right it's interesting okay so uh, michael when it comes to sort of the central conflict here that's it right it seems as if there's an abundance of goods but uh, a complete uh, unabundance of, of access right am i getting uh, sort of the the central um, balancing act here. Yeah, you, you can you can look at it that way. I think a lot of people look at it, um, you know, through the lens at which they they stand from. You know, sure, so if sure. you're a resource manager, you're trying to juggle a lot of things. You know, you're juggling how many trees are in that forest that a certain uh, demographic is trying to vie for. Um, there's mushrooms. There's plants. There's there tons of you know forest product that uh, people are trying to have access to and if the forest service has um developed you know a plan and a model to allow each citizen or each person to be able to like access that public land it's you know it's, it's it works from there so it's a juggling act from their point of view um it's an access to work and having the freedom to be able to uh, you know, choose your own hours and work as long and as hard as you'd like to um, within this industry. So, um, you know, that's another lens that's coming through. And then there's also just uh, people that like to um, use the forest as recreation and they see it through a different lens as well. So there's a lot of different angles. It seems like because of a lot of the background work you talked about, working seasonally and things like that, you understand concepts like biodiversity, sustainability, things like that. But yeah. that... It seems as if there's there's those elements as well as strong elements uh, of freedom, but also there's also strong elements to just the, the benefit both economically and environmentally to things like public land. So this is also sort of an example of that, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think it's uh, there's there's uh, endless amounts of research that can show that um, harvesting and actually spreading the spores of fungi can help uh, heal soils and can help actually uh, pull certain, you know, petroleums and certain um, other chemicals out of the soil to be able to, to actually re regenerate a forest. Um, there's a lot of cases around the world for sure. But Olivier, uh, by the way, Up on the Mountain debuts tomorrow at the Wilma, 8 o'clock. Big Sky Documentary Film Festival here on ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. And very interesting that you uh, have a background in creative nonfiction, very similar to my journalism background. Mm -hmm. There's actually a premier uh, creative nonfiction program here at the University of Montana, one of the better ones, yeah. I think. Um, but why did this become important to you? Your, your background as a picker, certainly. But, but w when you were delving through this, what importance did you find, but also... Was there anything that you learned that surprised you or that maybe you didn't expect? Because you sort of have firsthand experience yeah. uh, being be, being in these situations, right? Yeah. Uh, I think I think, I think think that was a bit surprising is that um, I th I, is that like a lot of the pickers uh, don't want to 
uh, they don't want to like uh, uh, ruffle feathers. And they don't want to bring those those issues to attention because uh, there's kind of a competition between pickers, uh, you know, to harvest the the mushrooms. And I think a lot of them think that like, oh, we, we don't want we don't want to. Uh, to ask anything from the Forest Service because we were worried that, like, that, you know, they're going to shut us down even more and they feel like they're not, um, they're not entitled to any kind of, like, uh, rights, you know, as workers. And so, uh, and also because a lot of them are, 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 like, immigrants or people of color and, like, they don't, they feel like they should not say anything, you know? And so, to me, it was like, oh, it's a, it's really, like, frustrating. Like, I know, like, this is not managed well. It should be managed better. But, like, so for a lot of speakers, like, no, let's just, like, you know, not not saying a thing. You know, so so that was a, a bit surprising to see to see that. Well, very interesting. Well, um, are you guys nervous uh, for the for the debut? What's that moment going to yeah. be like? Anytime, anytime you uh, put a piece of your own art out there for people to see, it's yeah, it's well, a special experience. Well, especially because a lot of it was was filmed in Montana. Sure. Here, so it's like you know, it's a very uh, dear uh, topic to the people here, and I'm really excited that it's uh, in person again. It's my fourth year coming to the festival here. Uh, and yeah, I was like really excited that it was going to be in person because it would have been harsh if not. Yeah, no, no, totally. Uh, last thing for you guys that I, I always ask the directors this stuff too, without spoiling it, what do you hope people take from this? I mean, what, what do you hope people walk away maybe having learned or, or, um, even just leading them down different trains of thought? Yeah. I mean, for me personally, I hope that some people, Whatever, you know, love, hate, like, dislike the the film, uh, I think where we are at with it is that we hope it starts generating conversa conversation around yes. the subject and opening that dialogue and opening uh, the, the concepts that often I think we're sort of looking for the same thing. You know, I just like it. I just likened it to a, a small family of sorts. You know, you may all start to bicker and fight and, and just come up with all the reasons and the layers at how complex things can be. Uh, and find the dissimilarities and find the divisive avenues. But in the end, you probably really are searching for the same things. And how do we get to that point? So I'm hoping that the film really just uh, kind of initiates conversations around the subject. And Olivia, anything to ask, add to that? Yeah, I hope that uh, people will see that, um, uh, you know, there's there's options out there to, like, new ways of managing the forest. You know, sure. it's like a non-destructive way of, like, like, uh, providing, like, economic, like, uh, revenue for local communities uh, that are, you know, compatible with, like, environmental use of the forest also, so. Well, very good. Up on the Mountain is the name of the film. It debuts tomorrow. That's February 23rd, 8 p.m. at the Wilma. Get your tickets ahead of time. You can go to the Big Sky Doc Fest website. Just Google Big Sky Documentary Film Festival. It'll get you right there. There's all sorts of great stuff on there. The film guides, all the schedules and the ability to buy tickets online or stream the film as well. Guys, this is exciting for you. I'm, uh, I'm happy for you. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks Thank for having you. us. Thank you. Have a good day. Have a good week. No is now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. Some of the best performances in the state of Montana will be highlighted in our Treasure State Stars. Keep it right here. ESPN Radio. Sports Bet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sports Bet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. 
Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. ESPN Radio. What's up, Montana? Welcome back. Nuana's now ESPN Radio. As well as SWX Montana Television, Coulter Nuanas, coming to you from the Northwest Motorsport Studio. You can find amazing winter savings in Northwest Motorsport. Visit nwmsrocks.com for the largest selection of lifted trucks, diesel trucks, SUVs, and more. Take back the road with Northwest Motorsport. When it warms up a little bit, which that's supposed to happen towards the end of the week, into the weekend... Skiing sounds pretty good. It's a good excuse to go to Lost Trail, not only because of the great tracks you're going to get, but also because on Saturday, that's the 26th, you can support the men and women of the Lost Trail Ski Patrol who help keep us safe all winter long at Lost Trail's 37th annual steak fry. They'll have barbecue, dinner, live music, torchlight parade, all that stuff. They also have... Uh, either the ability to have some delicious dinner in the form of a steak or hamburger. You can get a steak dinner for 12 bucks. Excuse me, steak dinner for 20 bucks and a, a hamburger dinner for $12. They also have a raffle with prizes, including day passes, season passes for next season, and furniture made out of recycled skis. That's fun. And you can always stick around for the grand finale as well. The torchlight parade is at 7.30 p.m. Go check out LostTrail.com for all current conditions and all the details about this great event, the 37th Annual Steak Fry of the Lost Trail. Lost Trail, go for the snow. Time now for our Treasure State Stars, presented by Parkside Credit Union, where we highlight some of the best individuals from around the state of Montana. Cool one for me tonight. I'm a Missoula Big Sky alum. That's where I went to high school, class of 2005. And... My brother, uh, who's four years, four grades younger than me, he had a phenomenal group of female athletes in his class, one of whom was Jocelyn Tinkle. And I know I've known the Tinkles forever, ever since we were kids. They grew up in a neighborhood right down the way from ours and uh, spent a lot of time with them. And great people, great folks. Wayne Tinkle, famously the, the former head coach of the University of Montana, now at Oregon State. Lisa McLeod Tinkle, who's uh, Jocelyn's mother. She was a phenomenal basketball player herself back in the day. Big Sky Conference MVP during her time with the Lady Grizz. And, of course, Wayne was also a great basketball player for the Grizz and then played overseas professionally for more than a decade. But tonight, Jocelyn Tinkle is being presented with her two Gatorade Player of the Year banners that she won back in 2008 and 2009 at Missoula Big Sky. And I get to participate in the event, do a little MC in for it. So that would be very cool. Be fun to see everybody. 
down there at Big Sky. And uh, fun to be involved in that. So our Treasure State star number one is Jocelyn Tingle, currently an assistant coach at the University of Montana and uh, soon to be, once again, anointed, I guess retrospectively, as the two-time Montana Big Sky or Montana Gatorade Player of the Year. Treasure State star number two, the Grizz Lacrosse team. They're outstanding over the weekend. Went down to Denver, played um, a couple pretty fiercely contested games against some high level of competition, and they came back with a couple pretty sweet wins. So, um, sort of crazy. We're in February, and uh, we're, we're already talking lacrosse, but they they went one and one. They beat St. Thomas, who is one of the best. Uh, MCLA teams in the country. So Grizzly Cross were, was really good uh, in their opening weekend and took University of Washington down the wire and then a, a huge win over St. Thomas. Excuse me, uh, they beat Minnesota Duluth and then lost to St. Thomas. So, uh, But both of those schools, perennial top five programs at the club lacrosse level. So good job by Tucker Sargent and the boys there with the Grizzly Cross team. Treasure State star number three. How about most and all of the track athletes across the Big Sky Conference? They will all descend upon Bozeman for the Big Sky Conference Indoor Track and Field Championships. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to watching a, a couple athletes. I'll be over there on Friday broadcasting live from Brick Breeden Fieldhouse, taking in all the action. And I'm very excited to see a couple different athletes. I'm very excited to see a Kate Johnstone, who was one of the premier 400-meter runners from the University of Montana men's track team. He was uh, dynamite at the outdoor championships in Ogden last year. I also can't wait to watch Lucy Corbett, who right now has is tied for the best high jump mark in the United States of America at the college level at six foot two. She's a Bozeman product and definitely one of the best, not only in the league, but in the country. And I'm also very much looking forward to seeing Duncan Hamilton run again. He is among the favorites in several different distance races, and uh, I mean, he's an elite guy. I mean, he's 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 the he's the next great one. He's already a great one uh, as with several years of, of college track remaining. So excited to see all those guys. We'll be over there on Friday to give you all the coverage, both on SkylineSportsMT.com as well as here on Nuanas Now. Treasure State star number four, Kurt Paulson and the Carroll College Fighting Saints. Coach Paulson, speaking of the Tinkles, coached for Wayne Tinkle here at Montana. And uh, then was at Oregon State for a while on Tinkle's staff and has been the head coach there at Carroll College for a couple years. And they've won their second straight Frontier Conference Championship this last weekend. And they take the top seed in the Frontier Conference Tournament. So it's beginning to become March Madness already, even though we're in the last couple days of February. And uh, very much looking forward to covering all those Frontier teams as we get closer to the National Tournament. I'm sure we're going to have several teams from the state of Montana playing in the NAIA National Tournament on both the men's and women's side. So we'll keep you apprised of all those accomplishments. Treasure State star number five, Zeron Laframbois. I think that's how you say it. Uh, French last name, but the young man plays at St. Ignatius. That's Mission High School for those following along. We're just going to call him Zoran. Zoran went nuts 
over the weekend. He had 44 points against Thompson Falls. He scored 67 in one day because it was the divisional tournament, so 23 in the other one. But 67 one afternoon, uh, pretty darn good. And uh, the Mission Bulldogs are very good. They're the number three team right now in Class B, and uh, they're definitely going to be one of the contenders at the Class B tournament in Bozeman in a few weeks. But uh, 67 in one day, that's definitely that's eye-catching. And finally, Chargers State star number six, Dougie Peoples. He had 23 to lead Butte Central to a thrilling 53-51 win over Dillon, and that gets the Maroons the Southwestern A title. Uh, the district tournaments were raging on this last weekend. Just one district tournament, the A level, and then a variety at the B and C levels. So we'll give you a roundup of everything that went down at the districts and uh, divisional tournaments here later on this week. Treasure State Stars is presented by Parkside Credit Union of Montana. Parkside Credit Union, one of the best places in western Montana to get a loan because Parkside Credit Union loves to say yes. Hour one in the books, hour two coming at you. NBA chatter, plus more Big Sky Documentary Film Festival interviews. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. The advocates can help you if you've been injured in an automobile, motorcycle, pedestrian, or even a dog bite accident. For additional information on other types of cases that the advocates handle, you can always visit MontanaAdvocates.com. You can chat with an experienced attorney with no upfront out-of-pocket expense. Visit online or call 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or of course you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus. 